0: Let me tell you of the days of high adventure.
1: Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm John. And I'm Kevin. And this is Six Degrees of Schwarzenegger the podcast where we take a long hard look at some of our favorite action movies from the (laughs) era
2: you know who we're talking about (laughs) Uh, Schwarzenegger is the icon of the genre and we're taking a deep dive into some of these 80s and 90s cult action movies and breaking them all the way down
1: Good journey, everybody, and welcome back to the
2: podcast. (laughs) Hey, what's up, Kevin? Hi, John. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great. Kyle, welcome back. Thank you, sir. We're so glad to have you. Welcome to our listeners on the Last of the Action Heroes podcast network. If you're listening to us there, it's great. If you're listening to us on our own feed, go check out the podcast network. They have offerings on Dolph Lundgren movies like this one. They have... uh, a couple of Stallone podcasts going on over there. There's a Booga. Bruce Willis podcast Booga. where there's a Willis. There's a way. It's <laughs> oh, called. Man, it's so good. Do, do they have? I must break this. Yes.
0: Oh, that's a, yeah. That's a you great show. To yeah, I'll listen
2: if ah, you. There you that. go. Awesome. And um, there's been some talk. I don't know that it's going to happen. So I might <laughs> ask it out. They want to do a Kurt Russell podcast called the Kurt Locker. Incredible. <laughs> I like alone. it for the name alone. I'm in. They, uh, and I want to talk about Tombstone.
1: Talk about Tombstone. Talk about Bert, Not uh, Want to talk about uh, Overboard. <laughs> talk about Captain Ron. No, oh, you want to get
2: into in tequila, Samaritan. I believe in
1: Jesus. So. <laughs> um, yeah, I love Kurt Russell. He's a national treasure. Someone asked me recently, we were playing some game, and one of the questions was, like, uh, who, <laughs> name someone who's, like, the ideal marriage. And I was like, Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. Immediately, immediately, I was like, without awesome. even hesitating.
2: There was a recent, uh, like, Twitter thing that is, if you could... If you had to be trapped on a desert island populated with entirely characters played by one actor, who would it be? Kurt Russell Shit. would be a, a, decent, a decent choice. Like all the Kurt Russell characters are like residing on the island. Except for. The bad guy in... Nick Cage could be fun. No, <laughs> Nick Cage. no, that'd no. no that would be, I mean, be insane. That would be a Fever dream. What
0: were you about to say? Uh, uh,
2: I was going to... In Guardians 2. Oh, well, I was thinking of the Tarantino movie. Stuntman, stuntman, also Stuntman Mike. Mike. <laughs> yeah,
1: that would not be great. Um... Anyway, we're not here to talk about <laughs> Kurt Russell. We're here to talk about something much worse, yeah. and that is <laughs> Masters of the Universe.
2: I want to I want to talk about before we get to the plot. What are you guys like personal history with this movie? Mine? Both of you. I remember seeing it in the theater. Um it wasn't uh
1: it wasn't like one of the first movies I remember seeing, but it was, okay. like I was a huge action figure fan, had all of the He-Man action figures, literally I have a I have a list somewhere amongst all my things here but i mean it's like literally dozens of action figures in the and castle gray skull and snake mountain like yeah. everything i just was like he-man thundercats ninja turtles gi joe transformers I Was like oh, those are shit. my fucking yeah. jam and so i remember when this movie came out just it wouldn't have mattered it could have been 10 times worse than what canon did and i still would have probably loved it yeah. So it's nothing but fond memories, and even when I watch it now for all of its flaws, again, like oh, yeah. for what we said, it's like it's eminently watchable and and a lot of fun for me.
0: Yeah, it was the first movie I ever saw in the theater. I think what did it's it come 1987. Awesome. So Yeah, yeah, yeah summer
2: of '87. I think I was four. Oh, wow. Um, but, That's awesome.
0: But my uncle Paul, who was a big you know nerd, he he took me to see it, and I brought my my He-Man action figures with me. I had, I had He-Man, and I had Faker. I think it's Faker. It's the blue one with the recording device. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's like oh, the robot He-Man and uh, <laughs> with, like, orange hair and stuff. And, like, I remember the guy at the ticket counter was like, whoa, this guy's ready for, for He-Man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that
2: is young to even have a memory, so it really stuck with you. It. I can't believe it stuck with me as long as it has. It's
0: awesome. I, yes. I saw it in the theater, and it was, oh. what's funny is that came out the same summer as Superman Four: The Quest for Peace. Yeah. And I don't think I saw that in the theater. I think I saw that on video right afterwards or whenever it was on TV and almost immediately afterwards. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, uh, they both have the thing that it stuck with me most about these movies are physical impairments that happen to people in the movies. Yeah. And so, yeah, that, but yes, I have, I, I have all the He-Man figures and my favorite one of all, uh, was the one who was like the mosquito guy. You press a button and all the blood comes down. Yeah. remember oh, that shit, guy. Yeah. He was one of Hordak's uh, uh Hordak guys. from
1: She-Ra? Yes. And that was another thing, like, we'll maybe we'll get into to some He-Man lore later, but that was another thing from from my YouTube deep dive is that, like, Hordak was in, in the Legends universe of He-Man. Like, Hordak was like skeletor's mentor his master yeah. was he the he main so-
2: villain in the Shiro? yeah yeah, yeah was the okay. main villain in shira so so i didn't see this movie until uh 2021 wow i, love that. Wow. I know so it should have been right up it's my a, alley but it was i don't think my parents were taking me to test. see movies that weren't like full-on kid movies in the theater right. at that age it was like a lot of what land before time and and uh American tale or whatever you know uh, sure. shit like that um now dad at home one of my first memories in my life was dad letting me watch Conan the Barbarian yeah, yeah on TBS or whatever and being like don't tell your mom I let you watch this <laughs> oh, Steve. you know because that's Come like on. even the TBS version had to still be pretty damn violent yeah um and orgies and stuff going on and or whatever <laughs> but uh But yeah, I didn't, so I was a He-Man fan. I mean, I had maybe not as many toys as you guys had, but I had Battle Cat and He-Man. And I think I had the Castle Grey Skull and some of the others too. Um, And I loved the cartoon, but like, yeah, I don't, it's not as burned into my brain as much as maybe like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and G.I. Joe were. Going back and watching some of the animation like some of the
1: animation reminds me a lot of like the the Bakshi Lord of the Rings oh, movie, yeah, yeah. Like not the stuff that was like where they you know superimposed it over live action and stuff, but like the just the straight up animation stuff reminded me a lot of that style. It was fun, not that the same animation, animation
2: company, was it? Film no,
0: Filmation no. or whatever. No, it was, right? I, I mean, so. no. Bakshi had his own company, uh, okay. and he did a lot of like rotoscoping, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like drawing over like actual yeah, like yeah. film actors. But yeah, Filmation unfortunately is like kind of a cheap. Fly by night kind of company. Well, their
2: shit looked a lot better than that, like New Adventures of He Man, the one that was like He Man in space. He Man, like Skeletor was kind of cross eyed and whatever in there. I don't know, but man, who looked more metal than Skeletor, dude, with like just yoked up. Yeah, there's yeah, like skull the hood head. and a skull, dude. He was badass. <laughs> yeah, well, if you was ever, awesome.
0: if you ever Google Earl Norum, the artist who did a lot of paintings of He-Man, and did you do the
2: early cool. comics, the Mattel comics? No, or anything? that's
0: like some of those are drawn by Bruce Tim, uh, who did like the Batman the Animated Series. That's amazing. Stuff. Okay, okay. there that's were a so lot of, awesome. There were a lot and of cool, that
2: version of Skeletor from those comics yeah. looked even cooler than the than the filmation version. But Earl Agreed. Norum, I'm telling you, the best He-Man
0: paintings you can find, they look like something like Frank Frazetta Conan stuff. It's oh, amazing. very cool. It's rad.
2: So uh, in the last episode, we have our, our good guys have, have like all come together now. The Earthlings and the Eternians are on the same page. They're trying to stop uh, the bad guys from taking over Eternia, led by Skeletor. Skeletor's got evil in. The mercenaries led by Karg are on Earth. They're trying to get that cosmic key away from Gwildor because uh, Skeletor wants both of them. Yeah, I can't just just do his thing with just the one, (laughs) even though he's about to become, you know, all powerful in the universe or whatever we we guess. So he sent them back to get the cosmic key and to bring uh, He-Man back alive. And uh, I mean, that's almost it. They've got him. They've got him pinned down in the music store and Charlie's music store is about to be a big old battle to break loose. Yeah. Okay, so. Now the baddies have set up a perimeter outside of Charlie's. They come crashing right through that showroom window. Yeah, uh, He-Man and Duncan, man at arms, are doing a pretty good job of holding them at bay. To be honest, like they're they're yeah they seem to be winning. Yeah, Dolph Lundgren <laughs> sucks. It looking like he knows uh, how to handle a gun.
1: <laughs> he just he just is not good in this movie.
2: Well, he's trained under Stallone.
0: <laughs> he's, he's, I don't know. Set <laughs> Why Rocky is he Man using a gun in the first place? I mean, what's
2: he supposed to be doing? Just laying waste with the sword? With sword, yeah. With, yeah. Like yeah. to deflect blast oh, yeah. yeah. He's to be super that?
1: fucking strong, which we only see like a couple of feats of strength in this whole movie. But like, <laughs> He-Man should be like plowing through these guys. Okay.
2: That's the He-Man we want to see. Yeah. Instead of him just awkwardly wielding a blaster. He's supposed
1: to be super strong. Like he's, he's supposed to be able to like punch a boulder and the boulder explodes and shit yeah. like he's that. Like,
2: like, uh, like Kyle
1: said earlier, he's like Thor. Yeah. yeah. He's a, he's a, a he guy. Exactly. exactly. He's a, at least a, a Demi
2: one, a half guy. Um, so uh, in the back room, Kevin is watching as Gwildor is like just pressing buttons on the cosmic key. Uh, <laughs> Tila wants to know how long until the portals open. Gwildor doesn't know. He said he'd give all the Chocoladite and Fribillian if he could just have two units with a master sound maker. The fuck? Did you get all that? Chocolite and chocolate Ch- Chocolabite is definitely something for the kids. Right. Like, oh, kids, it sound, sounds like chocolate, chocolate so yeah, they know that yeah. it must be something mm. good.
0: Yeah. So is, is, is am I supposed to assume that Gwildor is tone deaf? He, he can't actually... He seems
2: like he's doing calculations, right? Yeah. Like to try he's, to figure out what like the tone is. It doesn't come natural to him, so I guess. does music just not exist for anybody but on a turn? I mean, didn't it have the coordinates to get back programmed in? But That's they what wanna, he said. They want to like beam right into the sorceresses like right. behind mm-hmm. the force field or some yeah, shit. which is like, I feel like if they all beam in they crushed the poor sorceress (laughs) and kill her. But anyway. It'd be crowded in there. Um, So, the stormtroopers are starting to get the upper hand in the shootout. Because He-Man sucks. He-Man and Duncan, they've been like wisecracking also throughout the battle, which is weird. I guess they're like supposed to have a, you get the feeling that this is not their first time being in war together or whatever. But, uh, Duncan takes out a grenade and tosses it. At least like got like a Nazi grenade. Yeah, yeah dude, like, it's like straight like that, that potato masher grenade that yeah. the Nazis <laughs> used to use. Yeah, a, yeah, a it left- was a, prop. a pro- leftover prop from a war movie. I'm certain for sure. Uh, <laughs> the store at this point is just getting destroyed. Uh, it hurts to think about it. It <laughs> yeah, doesn't. It hurts uh, to think
1: about any instrument like <laughs>
2: coming to needless harm. So Tila wants to go out and help. Uh, she just tosses Lubick's pistol to Kevin Tells him to guard the key with his life. Okay, uh, bye. Kevin has been. Why did Kevin? He's been like useless from the start. Yeah. She's like you. You're the one. I just met
1: you. Hold this gun. Uh,
2: yeah, and he's not even been like willingly going along with this. No. At any rate, she uh, comes out blasting and starts like to level off the playing field a little more. She makes that pretty good joke, the woman at arms joke. The, yeah, like break breaks the fourth
1: wall. <laughs> looks right at, at the, the camera. camera. It's you a know? very, like,
2: I am no man moment. Uh, yeah. It's a good moment. Though, I like for her. She's yeah. great.
1: Like, she's, one, she's also one of the highlights of the movie. Yeah. She
2: and Tolkien, like, kick ass in this movie. Um, so, now in the back room, Lubick's just immediately trying to get the gun away from Kevin, uh, like, trying to grab it from him. You right. know, Kevin is eluding him. He's trying to explain to him this is for, like whatever's going on is for real. They've got to help these guys get home. <laughs> Lubik says, you know, you're all going to jail. You're all going to jail when this is over. What are
1: you going to charge us with? <laughs> like, what's he going to charge
2: them with? Yeah, it's not... As the debate, uh, you know, rages on, Julie spots a vision of her mother out in the alley gesturing for her um, to come out here. She's like, come on, Julie, you're better than this. Yeah, right? You know like, this she is, to, can't be real. Something's got to be going and on here. with everything
1: that's happening... Yeah, anyway,
2: So, it. Kevin and Lubick, they start, like, physically wrestling for the gun. This is... You know, this is the ideal time for Julie to ditch uh, Kevin. So she she sneaks out that unlocked, unguarded back door. No soldiers at the back. Door. No soldiers back there. God, it's it's a weird attack plan that the bad guys if, had.
0: If you were under 18 and you lost your parents, though, and you had all this other crazy shit happening around. I might believe the fact that my mom was suddenly back. She alive. wants to.
2: She wants to believe
0: I,
1: it. Right? I, I, it's but the one thing I buy. But wouldn't she, like, I, if that had happened to me, I would have immediately been like, Kevin, come look at this. Yeah, yeah. Which,
2: was she not? No, 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 she went out and then came back well, and said ghost, shit.
1: ghost mom told her, like, Shh, don't tell anyone I'm yeah, out here. Uh, sure. Like, it's it was accurate. very
2: untoward. <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering, though, why are the bad guys not just coming through that back door in force? <laughs> you know? But anyway, uh, Julie's, like, mystified at how is my mom out there. So, I, I like that the fake mom didn't... Uh, she was just silent until Julie was like, "Mom," and she's like, "Yes, honey." She calls her like mother, mother, mother. She said, uh, <laughs>
1: like, it's "Like psychopaths, Stop, like Mike Pence man. addressing his wife,
2: <laughs> mother." mother? Uh, Norman Bates. Yeah, so That's I, but I, I, I like the moment that it seemed like maybe the Evelyn wasn't really sure what yeah, to say yeah, until totally. let me let let, me let uh, Julie break the silence. Totally. Here. So mom says that. Uh, you know, we had to fake that plane crash because of the secret work that we're doing. What? Just the fucking fuck? weird what the dude? actual <laughs> shit. Like that's the okay. And but how could Julie Julie would have some knowledge of what huh? they did unless it's like a true lies situation? That's
1: yeah, I mean it's like your my parents were spies? I
2: guess so. Okay. She says basically, you know, that's why we had to disappear. She's like so gullible at this point. Maybe she's ready to believe anything. She's got
1: PTSD
2: big um, time. There's like a big emotional embrace out there in the alley. Oh, Mom tells her that, you know, her new friends are connected to the top secret work they're doing. And we need you to go get that cosmic key and bring it to me. You know,
1: that shiny metal thing with the blinking lights.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Okay. That's the one. <laughs> Julie ought to be a little more skeptical. I yes. think. Yeah, this is just. But as we said, she's traumatized and a, and a minor or when, a, when I was four, <laughs> though. I was like, "Oh no!" She's gonna like, they're it. gonna, she's gonna give, give him yeah, the totally. key. You, ah. you, as a four-year-old, you knew that this was a trap. Yeah. You <laughs> are believing, yeah, that this of course, was mom.
1: <laughs> well, it's like, yeah,
2: everything about the scene sort of like it's off. It's eerie and yeah, lighting and stuff. Weird. Yeah. Um, so now inside, Lubick and Kevin they're still fighting for control of the gun. They've been rolling around on the floor for, for ten minute. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> the gun falls uh, to the ground. Charlie jo- dives in. They're like, all the wrestling continues. Charlie was probably... That was a smart move, actually. Like, I don't want to jump in here and get yeah, shot. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Whatever. But Gwildor <laughs> picks up the gun and fires a, a warning shot. Motherfuckers, stop! I'm <laughs> he, busy over here. He tells them to chill out and let me work, basically. Uh, him wielding that gun is something else, though, yeah. seeing, him, seeing him hold the, the snub nose. Billy uh, Barty's a treasure in this movie. It's at that moment that Kevin notices that Julie's not there anymore. And it's at that moment that Julie busts in In tears, telling Kevin that her parents are alive. Huh? Then she just grabs the cosmic key and runs out of there. I imagine, I like to think if Gwildor had just blown her away in that moment. (laughs) (laughs) Shot her to death? No! (laughs) 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 Waste her. Oh, man, that would have been intense, but kind of... I got to save the universe, man. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, so Kevin goes after her, but the doors being like held closed by some type of magic or maybe it was really it was, like, hot
1: fused or something. Yeah, like it hurt was his hand or it something. was definitely
2: like a red glow to it. I don't know what's supposed to have been happening there. I didn't know that Evelyn had magic per se, but I guess she was always was like an evil. Yeah. sort of she's Sorceress like, or something. Anti sorceress. Like yeah. Anti-sorceress. Yeah, that, okay. yeah, exactly. Okay. So so Julie hands over the cosmic key to her mother who, you know, immediately transforms back into Evelyn the like the least shocking reveal ever. <laughs> Julie lets out a great like terror scream. Yeah, Courtney Cox was that was great. Uh huh. So Evelyn walks away at that moment. Uh, the the spell on the door goes away, I guess. And Kevin comes running out, runs to Julie. I think that's the first moment that I sort of thought like, oh, I think we're supposed to think like Kevin's a, a good, good hero. Okay. Yeah. You know, he's doing the heroic thing or whatever. But he doesn't have hero vibes. No. About him. He's just like been sort of doing the bare minimum in his life. <laughs> you hate on illusions. They killed it at Club Zero last night. I've been in worst name
0: bands, though. To be yeah, honest, well, yeah. What, you are totally... you, what are some of yours? Oh god. Well, what do you play? I play bass. Nice. Yeah. That's badass. Yeah. Do you
2: still noodle with it? Some. No, do you have one?
0: I've, yeah, I still have all my gear, but I haven't, I haven't played it in
2: like. Dude, we years. should jam. Oh, <laughs> Let's nerd out.
0: Uh, I, I would get. What were your bands called? Uh, I was in a band called Overwhelmed. Uh, which is on Spotify, if you you ever look at it. Oh, nice. Uh, That was recorded like in 2006. That's how long we're talking. And then, uh, or 2005 actually. And I was in a band called Niagara Mohawk which was <laughs> named after the Power Company in New York, I think. That's awesome. Uh, that's a cool name, though. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that was. Uh, they, were, they were both pretty decent bands, but... What kind of music do you guys play? Oh, man, I think uh, the best sort of description of the of Overwhelmed was like sort of uh, Smashing Pumpkins-esque, cool. I think. Yeah, I think it's it's e- that's the easiest, I yeah. think, descriptor. And the other one, I don't know, man. It was sort of like... Uh, It was kind of like late, like early 90s emo, sort of. Okay. Um, You were
2: into, like, I know you were into My Bloody Valentine and all that kind of shoegazing stuff, right? Was it like that? Yeah, yeah. I love shoegazing. I I
0: would say that, like, um, both bands pulled a lot from that kind of stuff. Like, the biggest influence on Overwhelmed was the um, old 90s band Hum. um, Oh, yeah. And uh, I love
2: Hummer was another um, that was like a that was a smashing pumpkin there were two, two like yeah.
0: like shoegazy space rock bands that we really like okay um and the the other band god man i, I don't know i'm trying to think of like of the of bands that they, they, they even sounds like maybe like sunny day real estate sort of okay uh, something like that tell
2: uh tell tell kyle about lady parts um, <laughs> one of his projects
1: um, i call him bandrew when i refer to him uh To some people, but he's been a guest on this show many times, and he and I uh, back in Houston had an act where we would just play like 80s and 90s girl covers. Oh, nice. So we put like Britney Spears and Shania Twain and like the Bangles and like anything. But it was like it has to be from 1980 to 1999. And uh, yeah, we had a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It was just the two of us in a a drum machine and keyboard (laughs) guitars. I like it. I love the premise. It was a lot of fun. Uh, but now there's a show called we are lady parts um huh. about like that? some muslim girls that are like in a rock band or something oh um that i need to check out and also sue for copyright infringement
2: <laughs> get your lawyer on the phone exactly <laughs> uh i'll take us back to uh to masters of the to universe now. sorry <laughs> no 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 this is what we love i yeah, like the end on the tangents um back at uh in whatever town they're supposed to be in, any town USA. Exactly. Somewhere, uh, somewhere deep in California. What is that Disney what, What's Disney World's like little town, the American town? You know, it had a name, right? Uh, something Frontierland? Sh- no. Uh, I mean, it was something that a, was a shitty. Thing. It was called something USA. It was like, uh, I don't think it was any town USA, but it was something like that. So, so back in the movie, all the baddies are starting to fall back. Gildor tells He-Man that the key was taken. You know, points him off in the right direction. There's a little mini shootout right. in the in the alley. These dudes are like our true stormtroopers. Why didn't they <laughs> just keep them pinned down? I don't know. I mean, I will say He-Man was not even taking cover. Right. He just ducked in the middle of the alley and they couldn't hit him. Yeah, I don't know. Get small. Get small. Yeah, that would have been your time. You got him now in a in a kill box or whatever. I you know, you can just know. take him out. Anyway, who is it? Julie says the woman took the key. Like that's one way of putting it. Right. Another way would it be. I gave yeah. that. Yeah. I gave yeah. her yeah. the key. Um, she right. tricked me. <laughs> I was fooled. So he man and the others, they chase after evil Inn and in the cosmic key back inside the music shop. Lubick's asking Charlie if he keeps a gun in the store. Charlie's <laughs> like, Fuck like, yeah, I of passed, course, this I is America. <laughs> <here> you <come. laughs> uh, so you retrieve a shotgun from under the counter. Uh, Lubick racks that thing. That's one. That's the first time he racked it. So he's chambered a shell now. He's right. ready to pull that trigger and shoot.
0: That, that thing's made of plastic, right?
2: Yeah. Uh, was it? I thought it, it looked... Was very shiny for a, for a shotgun. Maybe it's just... Well, yeah, I don't know. Everything else never... in that
1: movie looked very heavy and real. Yeah. Dolph. I don't know.
2: I don't know either. I, it never occurred it to me It sounded
1: to... real, but also That's sound effects. That's fully So who knows? Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: so who knows? Um, now, Charlie is dumbfounded by how fucked up his story Yeah, I feel bad for Charlie. I really did. That's his whole like his life's investment. I hope he had insurance. Um, But then what do you even tell the insurance company? I guess you just say it got vandalized. I don't don't know know what happened.
1: It was was vandalized.
2: (laughs) Now, Lubick runs out into the street, racks the shotgun again, (laughs) which would eject then a shell that hadn't been (laughs) spent yet, tells the group of stormtroopers to freeze. That you can't see Tolkien with the pump-action shotgun without thinking (laughs) to, like, eat lad slackers! Yeah. Right? Um, That's me. I wanted him to say that. It would have been so cool. It would cool. have been awesome. Actually, that movie hadn't come out yet at this time. No, but it would have been cool if they'd gone back to the future.
1: <laughs> uh, also, it did seem that Charlie gave Lubick any additional ammunition. So he has yeah, got guy? plenty
2: of shells, Okay, I guess I don't okay. know. whatever troopers, The the a little they, they blow up this sweet muscle car. That car is awesome. In my mind, that could only in my mind that could only have been Charlie's car. Yeah, like I feel like there there could have been a good gag where Charlie's like, "Not my car, (laughs) (laughs) everything." But they like maybe they didn't have time to film that because it just seemed like that had to be Charlie's car and like his life. My store, my car. (laughs) So the baddies have all regrouped now. Evelyn says they're ready to transport. She's going to signal Skeletor using the cosmic key. This makes how does
1: she know how to do that when fucking Gwildor don't?
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess it was, it was, we'll just activate it when we're ready for you to send the rest of the army. Uh, but how does he couldn't know if it was the good guys or the bad guys activating unless right. there's a way to send like a, a text message or something with the thing? No
1: one knows. None of it I makes don't know. sense.
2: It's, it's fine though. The Yeah, the finer points of mm.
1: u- cosmic key
2: use are lost on us. So. As He-Man and the rest, they continue chasing after. A huge portal opens right in the middle of the street. It's a door, a <laughs> big door. <laughs> cool door. That's like your impressions for this movie are on point. <laughs> Thanks. It's because a lot of years of watching. It, I know. I <laughs> I'm a loser. <laughs> no, man. I mean, there's movies I've seen a hundred times, probably. A big door. <laughs> <laughs> so the good guys they run down an alley to hide. As a huge army starts marching uh, through the portal, they're followed by these soldiers on f- like flying hoverboard yeah. shit going mm. on. Skeletor's like piloting some type of a command ship. And it looks like that thing's like
1: its sole purpose is a flying throne for Skeletor. Right. It's kind of rad. It though. just is like motherfuckers a sitting duck in that thing.
2: It reminded <laughs> me a little bit of Jabba's uh, whatever yeah, he had. Yeah, in, it definitely uh, looked like the on sail Tatooine. barge. yeah. Definitely sail out. barge. Nice. Yeah. Um, so. Skeletor calls Evelyn on the radio, which I didn't know they had radios either. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it's mm. like it's all good, whatever. Evelyn says she's got the key. The humans are weak and easily fooled and controlled. I think she's right, probably right about that. Yeah, yep. actually, is what we've seen over the past like decades. Um, <laughs> but Skeletor interrupts her to ask about He Man. Enough of that bullshit. Where's He Man? <laughs> yeah, he's obsessed. Yeah, she confesses that He Man had escaped. Uh, Skeletor sends his hoverboard goons, which they're called the Air Centurions. That's After pretty cool. He-Man. Yeah, those effects are so bad, A horrible, yeah. absolutely. They're awful. like motionless little action figure like miniatures. Yeah. I guess. Well,
0: yeah, it's either that or it's photos, still photos taken. Yeah, and it's someone like 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 uh, like crouching. So they just never move. Yeah, it's, e- and it's move. even worse when 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 old Dolph gets on one. Oh, oh yeah, dude. God. I was gonna say
2: like we ain't seen nothing yet <laughs> sure. about how bad it's gonna get. Yeah, it's just the tip of the iceberg. So there was this kind of cool like vertigo shot in the alley. I don't know if you guys real like noticed. It was like, I've never seen a crane, like a crane pull out vertigo shot where it was like, you know, the alley sort of seemed to stretch out as they uh-huh. were running down. The road. It was a pretty dope shot for our, our boy Goddard. Um, <laughs> I got to give him some love where I can. I know. Yeah. You know? Uh, so as the air centurions attack, a He-Man blast one who just explodes. Right. Which would have been like the, almost the only time in the movie that you get the impression that, it's a robot and not a human right. in armor or whatever. It's almost like a, a producer note with finally took at some Make point. Make one explode. Oh, <laughs> they are robots. Okay. Yeah, totally. You can't say they're not robots. Yeah, I, You, I you can't. can't prove that. <laughs> but uh, the good guys, uh, they bust down the door into whatever, a staircase, I guess, in the alley. They're taking shelter inside. He-Man grabs Gwildor's grapple gun, tells him to get everyone to the roof. He hands off his, he gives his cape. To Gwildor for some reason, I don't know. he took the time to remove the cape. Uh, He man sort of probably
1: because they like they couldn't have it on whatever motionless. Oh yeah, it wouldn't look good on the on the the, the hoverboard.
2: It couldn't they couldn't make it blow in the wind or whatever. (laughs) Thank God someone had that (laughs) note. Yeah, that would have been shitty just for the still cape hanging on him.
1: Damn.
2: Yeah, that's a good call, man. So he man he blasts one of these centurions out the window or through the window, and uh, he knocks him off his hoverboard. He jumps on that thing.
1: It's weird that they slowed that shot down as much as they did him, like, jumping out the window onto uh-huh. the hover- hoverboard. Like, it's He-Man coming out a broken window. It's not like he's... It's not anything impressive. I mean,
2: the- for this movie, I guess, it was it Dolph doing the stunt himself? You only see
1: him sort it's of lunge. Feet, right? You see him lunge, and then you see the feet land, and that's okay.
2: it. So it just, I'm
1: like, why slow the shot down?
2: I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. Anyway. we got to get the run time up. <laughs> slow it down. Maybe. We talked about on Over the Top, when, Like that oh if you God. had all those arm wrestling scenes play out in real time instead of slow-mo, the movie would have been like 20 minutes shorter. <laughs> <laughs> and it was already like 86 minutes or yeah, something. Yeah, it was long. cooking. Yeah, it was cooking.
0: Another lo- canon trick, I guess. I love
2: it, man. It's weird. Yeah, I, I don't know how... It makes me wonder how the hoverboard works. Like, yeah. that... If you're a robot, I can see how maybe you're like wired into it, that's or right. so there's some connection. But then it just seems to do whatever He-Man wants it to do. Yeah, which is maybe it's like a segue where you shift your weight yeah, around. Your weight. It, yeah, that's called, that's
0: what I assumed. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, me too. But I was so distracted by how <laughs> fucking awful he looked on it. It Looked, yeah.
1: It's it's hard to watch Dolph on the thing, him acting on it.
2: it oh, when he's you mean the shots that are live, Dolph yeah. when he's like just standing on the roof of a yes. truck or something. It looks
1: like. <laughs> like it's styles, it looks like he's uncomfortable at how fast whatever he's on is going. It's yeah, like it's going too fast, and he's
2: like, he looks scared. He's like, he's got like the wind in his eyes, probably yeah. too. Yeah, uh, um, yeah. Those shots, as you mentioned, they're just the worst. It's,
0: it's the worst. It's the worst looking thing in the it's movie. A it's clearly
2: like a little miniature figure. Like yeah. it's not to scale. He's got like an overly oversized head, kind of. <laughs> i don't know they should have they could have used just a he-man toy and it would have at least been funny or something this has just looked weird <laughs> that would have been awesome yeah dude i was watching that the toys that made us on he-man yeah again recently and the dude who sculpted like the original prototype of he-man yeah said that they had had some like some whoever some physicist or something like sort of look at the thing and said if if he is six foot one and had the proportions of the action figure, that he would have weighed like 700 pounds or something. <laughs> Imagine
0: the cardiovascular thick like of that thick guy. Fucking too, thick man. Boy. He was just
2: huge. Imagine <laughs> was like your legs probably weighs like 150 pounds you're or you're something. Scott Steiner, one of the Steiner brothers. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a pump. <laughs> Those guys are <were laughs> incredible. Now, Eva Lynn and her minions, they're returning uh, to their ship with the key when He Man attacks from the air. And he's a crack shot all of a sudden because he is mowing dudes down from the moving mm. like hoverboard thing. Okay. That's what I want to see: He Man shooting more guys,
0: Boo. robots. Right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't care about
0: murdering. I, it's not the murdering I you care. about. You want to see him wield that sword? Yeah, I want to see him cut heads off. Be epic,
2: man. Be epic. I don't. How is all this chaos not drawing a crowd in the town? Like it's not that late. I don't think it hasn't been. It's got to be before midnight. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, he uses that grapple gun that he got. He snatches the key away from Evelyn and zooms off. It's like everyone just loosely carries the key. Like (laughs) like it's a loaf of bread or something. You know, like they don't want to crush it. Like they just are just loosely carrying it. Uh, Skeletor and his army are marching down Main Street now. It's like a fucking parade. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, where I just... I see this, and I was like, where are the people?
0: Why is not Lubick called in some, like, reinforcements?
2: Yeah. Dude, no it's taking everything is just, it's convenient for the plot. Yeah. They were shooting in a real town, I read, where they would, like, shut it down from mm-hmm. midnight to 6 a.m. Sure. each day to shoot. I mean, it looks like but downtown then Marietta. Have to, yeah, it does. They were in Whittier, California, wherever Whittier is. Okay, Does it even exist
1: anymore? Because I read that it was, like, a town that was, like, going through some hardship or something. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Interesting at the time, and that, like, I,
2: I think it got a ton of earthquake damage in like the big uh, 89 earthquake. Oh, really? like they why. said a lot of those storefronts that were there sort of crumbled all the brick, yeah, wow. and stuff. Um, but yeah, it's just like, yeah, this there's a lot of commotion going on in town for there to not be anyone around, right? Um, so Another centurion appears and they're going, he's going head to head with He Man, like some Top Gun shit. <laughs> Holy shit, we're head to head. I can't believe we're doing <laughs> because, this because I was inverted. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> we get that moment here. Yeah. A second. The He Man gets shot in the shoulder. He drops his blaster, much, much to Kyle's delight. <laughs> then the centurion can't hit anything, he's just blasting away. We missing. can all
1: agree that that's like He Man's
2: a big fucking target. Yeah.
1: I don't, well, okay, Yeah.
2: anyway. It, so, He-Man does, like, a loop
1: on his, uh... This is weird because I was inverted. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid shot of him upside down. Yeah, I just fly, <laughs> yes, it's But amazing. at least he gets it with the sword.
2: Yes, he comes. he swoops around, and hits him with the sword, and the and the Centurion explodes. Uh, now, now, and Karg and the Beast Man are leading Skeletor's processional, <laughs> so I feel like there's a missing scene yeah. where they were reunited, because you know... Skeletor would have been pissed all of a sudden. She's here and she doesn't have the key anymore. Right. Right. <laughs> <Like, laughs> so there was something that axed out here. Yeah. Uh, He-Man is chasing after another Centaurian. Skeletor commands that guy to lead him, lead him back to us. Meanwhile, Duncan and Gwildor, they're working to locate the key slash He-Man. Tila says He-Man should have uh, returned by then. They're up on the roof of a building in town. Yeah, yeah. Duncan says he's not worried about He-Man more so that the bad guys are going to find us where we're hiding here. And as he's saying this, wouldn't you know it, Skeletor's command ship is like rising into view in the in the background. It's a pretty effective moment. I like though. that shot. Sure. Yeah, it was like it's it's nice as a viewer. You get
1: that. I I've, I do feel like Goddard's got good vision in hmm. certain.
2: He like, has some good ideas. Yeah. I feel like he just didn't have a lot of a lot of like good you know, he didn't have the best people surrounding him. No. He didn't surround himself with the best people. Yeah.
0: I think the core story of this movie is good. I don't think it's a good He-Man story. Agreed. But I think it, it, it does like have like sort of a general stranger in a strange land kind of thing. Yeah, sure. That, totally. that also works in like the Thor movie. For yeah, me. yeah. 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 It, it, it's there. It's just, it's not what you wanted when you're like six. And you you want to see all He-Man. that attorney. Yeah. You want to see
2: him riding battle cat around. Yeah, exactly. You want to see what uh, Gorko was his name? Gorko. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, no. No, no.
1: But if, if, if like we should uh, we should shout out Kevin Smith and be like, I'm very excited to see your new series, oh, yeah. sir. Me
2: too, yeah, uh, yeah, I think it's a good time. It's a good timing for us to be yeah. doing this podcast. It yeah. Ties in nicely. It's even going to have He-Man's son in it. Hero. Oh, I didn't know he had a kid. What? Who's the yeah. mom? Is it? Is it not uh, Tila? It, 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 Orko? It, 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 <laughs> oh I mean,
0: Tila. shit! I don't know. You you could say it was She-Ra, and I would believe you. I know she was his cousin or something, <laughs> it's his it. sister, sister, whatever. <laughs> I, yeah, I clearly don't remember anything. But uh, yes, a Hero is in it, and I think okay. he's his son. Though sometimes in canon, he's also his ancestor. So interesting. I,
2: don't know. I watched the trailer today, and I was I was very intrigued by. It It looks cool. Yeah, I yeah. hope I, I hope it doesn't disappoint. So uh, back in the film, back in film world. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gildor is saying he's almost got the sequence ready to transport them back to Eternia. He says once he has the key, we're going to be gone within two pretons. Got it? Fucking meaningless. Another new, another new term. Yeah, is fucking insane to me. Uh, we hear a voice. Uh, I think not Gwildor. Ooh. And who uh, <laughs> is it? Tiel and Duncan start blasting. It's Skeletor. The Skeletor is like protecting himself with the force field, fucking like Darth Vader style. Right now. They're all of a sudden they're surrounded by stormtroopers. Skeletor tells them to drop the guns or die. So they disarm. Duncan dropped his shit real quick. Yeah, like there was zero hesitation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, he knows what's up. Yeah. I guess he so, hasn't I guess, lived this so, long by, by being reckless. I guess so. Um, so Skeletor starts sc- scolding Gildor, telling him he had big plans for our <laughs> partnership. <laughs> Fucking what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Gwildor says he's never. I'll never serve the Lord of
1: Snake Mountain. It's like an honorific. Skeletor is like the Viscount of
2: Snow Mountain. <laughs> it's his ancestral home. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Gwildor is showing more heart than Duncan. That's oh, what I time. felt like. Yeah, exactly. you know, I'm not going to go quietly. As you
0: said, Gwildor is the star of the movie. He I is, love yeah, this yeah, movie it was, is about Gwildor.
2: Uh, so Gwildor says when He-Man arrives, you know, Skeletor, you're going to be in trouble. Skeletor says he's expecting He-Man any moment now. And he has his uh, stormtrooper, seize them all. Now, He Man flies right into Skeletor's trap. Wouldn't you know? Uh, Julie runs to try to warn He Man, but a blast of lightning from Skeletor wrecks He Man's hoverboard and like deflects, I guess, and hits yeah. Julie in the leg. Yeah. I love um, she, like, full-on Admiral Akbar. It's a trap! It's a trap! Well, Skeletor has Sith powers, basically, yeah, but, it yeah, seems. Yeah, Poison, lightning, electricity powers. Okay. Know, yeah, yeah, I yep. like it. It's gold. You can't say, it's, you can't say we ripped it off because it's gold, not Wait, blue. Mm-hmm. Is, it was gold? It was purple in the version I saw. Was it purple? Oh, it's oh, purple. No, it's gold later.
0: It's
1: gold later, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's gold after he becomes... What we think is a master of the I thought, universe. I thought they, they
0: touched up the lightning at some point. No,
1: no
2: is it no, isn't. No, I'm
1: sure I'm backwards. I'm going to trust you guys. <laughs> oh, it's all um, good. It doesn't matter what color his <laughs> lighting is. It wasn't blue.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so it's fully original. The, that sequence was a mess. Yeah. It's There's just little snippets terrible. of film. I think because they, they had no effects budget or they had blown through their whole budget or whatever it happened. I don't know. It's a good question because this was like the most expensive. Movie canon had yeah. ever done. Dad and Superman four. They did them back to back.
1: I don't understand. I would love to see the line item, and I know it's fudged, but I would love to know what they spent them. Was it well, on renting the town? They
2: were. They production was five months long on this. That is long for any movie, much less this movie in this era. But I think it's it was because it was night shoots. Mm. Yeah. So they had these like limited number of hours that they had access to the town. Like he said, basically we had it from nine until 6am, but it would take three hours to set up. And we had to break down everything every single day because we couldn't just leave our cables in the streets and stuff like that. And so it would take us until midnight or 1am to shoot the first frame for the day. God damn. It's like, this is just, this is fucking, why didn't you do this shit on soundstage or on the back lot? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I don't know. I don't either but it was just a fucking, It was a money pit of a movie, apparently. <laughs> um, so He-Man, he's dropped the cosmic key in the, in the crash. Uh-huh. Skeletor like zaps it with his lightning. Uh, and so now he's got the only working key. Right. He-Man pops up. He starts just whipping ass this is what we've been waiting for yeah, the whole like, this movie. Is, this is some of
1: the only real feet of strength type fighting we see from yeah. him the whole time.
2: He's throwing dudes around and like doing that thing where everyone piles on you. And then you go like, and you fling everybody we off. Love it. We love it. Um, yeah. So <laughs> Tila and Duncan, they get back in the fight now too. They're quickly subdued. Skeletor is cackling in delight, which I do. I, I love a uh, happy Skeletor. Yeah. Um, Skeletor orders He Man to stop fighting or he's going to kill the other good guys. So He Man goes along with that. Now Skeletor tells him he's, he'll spare the other guy's lives if you become my slave, or I'll just kill everyone right now. So- or perish with him on this primitive tasteless planet. nicely done <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's like where does he get tasteless from like he's been here for <laughs> 10 minutes um, minute
0: th- judging kevin and, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. and julie very hard <laughs> <laughs> and
2: i love he's not wrong i don't think yeah. necessarily but it's just a it was a it was a it was an unnecessary burn right <laughs> but you know that's that's what that's where skeletor gets his jollies from uh so he-man throws down his sword that's the line. I can't yeah. let innocent people die. That, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that is when my partner <laughs> laugh, walked out
0: of the room laughing. Uh, that, <laughs> that was a bridge too <laughs> far. Yeah. Yes. Like, this done. isn't enough. <laughs> I wonder, like Teal was like, no. Kill, let him kill us, I guess. I don't know.
1: <laughs> but A like, fight to the death is, <laughs> is noble. I'm a huge fan of Skeletor's hilarious condescension. Well said, He-Man how how noble it's <laughs> <laughs> like it's great <laughs> so
2: good i don't I, I wonder why frank decided to make Skeletor sort of vaguely like english
1: I, I, I think it's if, I don't know the same reason like in Star Wars an like, affectation it's yeah, just all uh, the bad guys are English
0: there was some 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 piece of trivia I read somewhere about this movie that he wanted to have a Skeletor be shirtless he wanted a sexy Skeletor he wanted to go like uh-huh. the
2: cartoon version where you like big muscular Skeletor I, I, don't think he, I don't
0: think he cared about the cartoon I think he just wanted the character to be sexy because you know he was sexy Dracula right, <laughs> right. He, was, he was in that 70s Dracula movie, one of the first dates my parents ever went on by the way very oh. cool uh, but uh, yeah he, he apparently Lobbied for that, and everyone shot him down. So
2: damn rough. Uh-huh. He did, I think, have a good deal of creative control. It seemed like input. Like he wrote a lot of the Skeletor yeah. lines, yeah. Uh, the 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 stuff that's well written and feels out of place. Yeah, I think was a lot of Frank uh, Langella's, uh contributions. <laughs> I, I,
0: I just I'm just imagining him like saying these lines live, though, without the overdubs and uh-huh. how terrible it must sound
2: to that makeup through all that shit. Oh, yeah, <laughs> good teeth, call. The false good teeth call. and everything. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Now, so they're taking He-Man captive. He tells Duncan and Teela to look after the others. The Stormtrooper basically asks Skeletor, like, what are we going to do with these guys? And Skeletor (laughs) says to leave them alone. Do you love how, like, hysterical and excited Blade is when he holds
1: up the sword of Grayskull? He's like,
2: Yay! I got it! <laughs> he's like, oh. He does. He enjoys it, especially a moment that's coming it's up so later dorky, as well. so dorky. Uh, yes. It's he's so been funny. geeking out. He's probably wanted to... He's like a got Blade fetish. I wanted to fetish. hold this forever! <laughs> so, but Skeletor gives the orders, like, we're going to leave him alone. Basically... Saying, if we hold up our end of the bargain, then He-Man, because he's so, like, an honorable right. person, he'll, he's honor-bound to keep his promise and, and be my slave. We're saying, like, I want you to be my slave. It's, like, such a childish yeah, no, sort of oh, thing as well. Like, if totally. I do this for you, you have to be my
0: slave. Again, speaking to the four-year-olds in the oh, audience. Oh, yeah, dude.
2: No doubt. There's something all Shakespearean, isn't there, also, in, in the performance that Skeletor's oh, yeah. giving here. What,
0: yeah, definitely. He's the finest actor in the entire cast. No, I mean, 100%, 100%, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Ten, he's amazing. One
2: hundred percent, tenfold, probably better he's the than one the one that's next still best.
0: working. You know,
2: yeah. <laughs> I wonder who's the men. second best actor. To me, Tolkien maybe is the probably. second Tolkien best. Tolkien, even Tila. though he's a one note guy, and Billy Barty. the note is good. Yeah, Bardy is good. Barty's good. So all the baddies they take off. Duncan goes to inspect Julie's injured leg. Tila tells Gildor, you know, to fix that damaged key so we can get back to Eternia. Gwildor tells him that the power core is melted. I guess that's something you can tell from the, Looking the outside. At it, he I don't can. Know. So the sequence that he'd programmed in to get them back home has been lost. There's, There's no, no way, way home. No way. It's <laughs> good work, man, from Barty under all that shit. Oh, so good. <laughs> um, they're all very dejected, you know. Meanwhile, Skeletor's army, they've gone back through the portal to right. Eternia. That portal has just been open or maybe, maybe Skeletor reopened it. Who knows? So Kevin says that Julie's burning up. They wrap her up in He-Man's cape. Mm -hmm. You could play a game with this movie. Like of just trying to keep track of where He-Man's cape is (laughs) in any moment because she was wearing it earlier after the junkyard sequence. He had her wrapped up in it. So they, they take her down from the roof. They want to get some water or try to render some first aid or whatever. The streets are starting to fill up with police uh, the other cops that are there, they're, they're skeptical of Lubick's story about this mystical space battle. I'm telling you. <laughs> Shouldn't there be destruction everywhere? Yeah. Like wrecked robots and Cars, destroyed buildings on like fire. fire. Yeah. I mean, we know for a fact that the music store is just a war zone. Yeah. Like the, the car got well, blown up on like, the
1: street. Like uh, air
2: centurions
1: that yeah. exploded, all kinds of stuff had been blown up. It's so.
2: bizarre. Where, and where were they until this moment? Yeah. I don't know why it took so long for more police to come, but they should open probably over at the, at the high school still Yeah, they, they were, yeah, still investigating, investigating
1: arson and vandalism. <laughs>
0: but, I mean, it's gotta be a small town with very few police. But yeah, that's it, true. That's but, true. Still. But I feel like it's sort of like
1: the town in fucking first blood. You see the explosion. <laughs> it's right over there. Run down the street. <laughs> yeah, you can't hear it. Like you can, you can hear this shit there. happening. It's just
2: right there. Go see. <laughs> okay. So Duncan, he's trying to do some first aid on uh Julie's, leg which is nasty ugh, effects ugh. it was the grossest thing I'd ever seen as a little kid it's, yeah even now like I looked at it and I was like ugh. that is not for kids like, You're looking at that. that's just pretty nasty uh, Kevin wants to know what's going what's going to happen to her Tila says that the poison's already in her system the wound's just going to continue to grow bummer nice I guess she's going to become one big pulsating like <laughs> nasty ugh. thing I don't know Duncan says that only the sorceress can heal her now. Convenient. (laughs) Very. So Kevin says there's got to be a way to get that key working again and get us back to Eternia. Gwildor says if he got the key working, then he could open a portal. But that's easy. Is it? I mean, (sighs) you punch any couple of buttons, I I don't know. But he says that the precise sequence of tones to get them back to Eternia was lost and they could search for a thousand years. Not pretons or chromons or anything, but years, and they never would find the sequence again. Okay,
0: here's here's the one area in which I call bullshit on this. I, Hit I, it. I mean, he's heard this before many, right. many
2: times. Wildor? Yeah, he could at least.
0: Yeah, he could. He might be tone deaf. Uh, man, I guess I just, so, but. I guess I just don't understand what that's like. (laughs)
1: It's not a hard melody, brother.
2: (laughs) It's really, it is fairly simple, right? That Tears for Fears shit. This is my four-leaf clover. (laughs) 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 Amazing song. Amazing song. (laughs) Now, Kevin asks if that means just, are you just talking about the melody that played from the thing Uh when you're programming it? He's like, yeah. And Kevin's like, I can remember that. So he starts like trying to recall it. He complains that there's this nearby speaker. I actually
1: love this bit where it's like Conti's epic score has been swelling in the background, and then Kevin's like, "Shut that shit off!" And they blast the speaker, <laughs> yeah. and stops. it stops. It's
2: like transition in sort of a tinny, like muzak version I, of it. I, I'm like, that's that's good. It's clever. The, I the, like
0: that. The, the visual effect is awful because Yo, it's it, the, 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 the speaker, up. speaker, it just
2: disappears.
0: <laughs> it, there's no explosion. There's, there's an sparks. explosion sound, but the speaker just vanishes.
2: <laughs> yeah. Now once it's gone, Kevin, he starts to. It comes back to him pretty quick. He explains that if he hears a tune a couple times he can memorize it. Says he's actually planning to steal it for one of his songs. He said, asshole. Uh, <laughs> that is that that's how perfect pitch works. I like, mean, you even can maybe really remember it's like nah, whatever. Na, like, na, 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 na. Guildor, but Gildorf. He's like, oh, that hard. That's it's not like Yeah,
0: that's it. That how'd you do that? It's like Why well, didn't I mean, you tell only, me you're a
2: songmaker? It's only five notes, Gwildor. Why didn't you tell me you were a songmaker? Are you a master? Yes, you are. Yes, you, I you are. I know that. What? <laughs> that's just like wild optimism yeah I, for I, I, Gildor. It. I dig yeah. it That's like the power of positive <laughs> thinking shit um, so Gwildor implores Kevin to pluck that final chord out of thin air as only a master song maker can Kevin assures them that he's nothing special I'm just a keyboard player in a garage <laughs> band so a high, is that where you said the, the high school stupid band stupid keyboard line?
1: player in a high school garage band mm-hmm. but then maybe the best line my favorite line in the whole
2: movie only what of you Kevin only one of anybody. <laughs> which is true. I love that. As far I as like, goes. was oh, like, what a
1: big message.
2: That was, the, was like that end of the cartoon message for the kids, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Um, Only one of any of us. Buddy. Which is true is true enough. So that was that heartfelt shit, though, for the kids. Yeah, it was for good. The, for the children. Um, so Duncan tells them, you know, we've got half a chrome on, <laughs> or else all is lost. Uh, which should mean many hours yeah. if it half a chrome on, but it, we're definitely getting down to the final minutes. Um, so saying like, let's just give it a shot. Like what the, what's the downside? There is three times no are out the window now as well as just we're back on chromons, whatever. Tila asked Gwildor, can you get this key functioning or not? Gwildor lists out the components he needs. This is, this is the best
1: and worst <laughs> more, part of the whole movie. <laughs> I
2: need a, I need a basonic tesseract. Okay. I need, I need an octode rectifier and something to generate the tones. <laughs> like, I, as luck would have it, they just have all that shit on them. Awesome.
1: Tila's got the fucking Tesseract velcroed to her arm. Yeah, I've got that right here. <laughs> Lol.
2: <laughs> Duncan like pulls one out of his hip pocket or some shit from underneath his, uh, his armor. It's just, there's it a big fucking eye roll to me from this moment. It's like, what this is this like? That? Let's get, let's get this in, in game rolling, man. It's one of the hokiest, like Deus Ex Machina's oh, I can recall oh, in yeah. any movie. I was like, "It's borderline comedy." I
1: keep a Basonic tesseract velcroed to my shoulder.
2: Yeah, why didn't you say so earlier? I've got one on me all day, every day. Yeah. Anyway, so so there's hope.
1: Well, I that Kevin like runs into the burning, demolished Charlie's music store.
2: Oh yeah, he's gonna go back and he's got to get one of those keyboards, a remaining oh, keyboard. Man, um, he's going to loot the store. <laughs> if you think about it, <laughs> where's Charlie? I don't know. He's probably somewhere crying, dude.
0: Calling his insurance company. Sweeping
2: together the remains of his life. His empire's crumbled. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that'll wrap us up for this episode. Oh, man. Uh, Our lead into the exciting conclusion
1: that's yeah, awesome dude this
0: has been the penultimate episode hey <laughs> do, do you think you'll say the catchphrase
2: this time I, I want it so. we gotta have it man yeah
1: definitely we'll, we'll be able to leave here in a
2: minute <laughs> so we hope you'll be back next week and we'll take you the rest of the way home alright boys and girls good journey good journey good journey and we'll be back <laughs>